Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today, we're focusing on the topic, Thy Word is a Lamp, based on our reading of Joshua chapter 22, verse 21 to 23. Let us hear what the Word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture using the New Living Translation. The people of Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh answered the heads of the clans of Israel. The Lord, the Mighty One, is God. The Lord, the Mighty One, is God. He knows the truth. And may Israel know it too. We have not built the altar in treacherous rebellion against the Lord. If we have done so, do not spare our lives today. If we have built an altar for ourselves to turn away from the Lord or to offer burnt offerings or grain offerings or peace offerings, may the Lord himself punish us. What a powerful message we receive from the Lord this morning in the story of the Eastern tribe of Israel returning home. I'm not sure how many of us really understand how awesome God is. We serve an awesome God, never a dull moment being a Christian. God knows everything and he's doing everything in his power to help us to become like him. We just need to pay careful attention to what is happening around us and we will see God at work. We need to get the facts first before we take any action. This will avoid a lot of headache and embarrassment for us and our family. Do you know that one of the greatest errors that some of us make is to assume things about others and then act on these assumptions? So many of us find ourselves making decisions without first getting the facts. So we hear that a certain person has done something that is not right and pleasing in the sight of God. Instead of going in search to find the facts, we take any action without first making sure that we act based on the facts. We sometimes don't even take the time to find out from the person who we think have done something wrong what the facts are. Doesn't the law court say that a man or woman is innocent until proven guilty? Today, as I read the following story in Joshua 22, all I had to say is, Lord, have mercy on us. God always finds a way to provide the guidance that we need straight from the word of God. If we would just spend the time to read the word of God each day, we will experience what the psalmist David said in Psalm 139, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Let us take some time to look at this story that reminds us of the importance of getting the facts first before we take any action. In Joshua chapter 22, Verse 9 to 34, the word of the Lord said the following, using the New Living Translation. So the men of Reuben, 
Gad and half the tribe of Manasseh left the rest of Israel at Shiloh in the land of Canaan. They started the journey back to their own land of Gilead, the territory that belonged to them according to the Lord's command through Moses. While there, they were still in Canaan. And when they came to the place called Gileoth, near the Jordan River, the men of Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh stopped to build a large and imposing altar. The rest of Israel heard that the people Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh had built an altar in Gileoth at the edge of the land of Canaan, on the west side of the Jordan River. So the whole community of Israel gathered at Shiloh and prepared to go to war against them. First, however, they sent a delegation by Phineas' son, led by Phineas' son of Eleazar, the priest, to talk with the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh. In this delegation were ten leaders of Israel, one from each of the ten tribes, and each the head of his family within the clan of Israel. When they arrived in the land of Gilead, they said to the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh, the whole community of the Lord demands to know why you are betraying the God of Israel. How could you turn away from the Lord and build an altar for yourselves in rebellion against him? Was our sin at poor not enough? To this day, we are not fully cleansed of it, even after the plague that struck the entire community of the Lord. And yet today, you are turning away from, the fall, from following the Lord. If you rebel against the Lord today, he will be angry with all of us tomorrow. If you need the altar because the Lord, the land you possess is defiled, then join us in the Lord's land where the tabernacle of the Lord is situated and share our land with us. But do not rebel against the Lord or against us by building an altar other than the one true altar of the Lord our God. Didn't divine anger fall upon the entire community of Israel when Achan, a man of the clan of Zerah, sinned by stealing the things set apart for the Lord? He was not the only one who died because of his sin. Then the people of Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh answered the heads of the clans of Israel. The Lord, the mighty one, is God. The Lord, the mighty one, is God. He knows the truth, and may Israel know it too. We have not built the altar in a treacherous rebellion against the Lord. If we have done so, do not spare our lives this day. If we have built an altar for ourselves to turn away from the Lord, or to offer burnt offerings, or grain offerings, or peace offerings, may the Lord himself punish us. The truth is, we have built this altar because we fear that in the future, your descendants will say to ours, what right do you have to worship the Lord, the God of Israel? The Lord has placed the Jordan River as a barrier between our people and you people of Reuben and Gad. 
you have no claim to the Lord. So your descendants may prevent our descendants from worshiping the Lord. So we decided to build the altar, not for the burnt offerings or sacrifices, but as a memorial. It will remind our descendants and your descendants that we too have the right to worship the Lord at his sanctuary with our burnt offerings, sacrifices, and peace offering. Then your descendants will not be able to say to ours, you have no right to the Lord. If they say this, our descendants may reply, look at this copy of the Lord's altar that our ancestors made. It is not for burnt offering or sacrifices. It is a reminder of the relationship both of us have with the Lord. Far be it from us to rebel against the Lord or turn away from Him by building our own altar for burnt offerings, grain offerings, or sacrifices. Only the altar of the Lord our God that stands in front of the tabernacle may be used for that purpose. When Phineas, the high priest, and the leaders of the community, the heads of the clans of Israel, heard this from the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh, they were satisfied. Phineas, son of Eleazar, the priest, replied to them, Today we know the Lord is among us because you have not committed this treacherous against the Lord as we thought. Instead, you have rescued Israel from being destroyed by the hands of the Lord. Then Phineas, son of Eleazar, the high priest, and the other leaders left the tribes of Reuben, Gad, Ingilad, and returned to the land of Canaan to tell the Israelites what had happened. And all the Israelites were satisfied and praised God and spoke no more of war against Reuben and Gad. The people of Reuben and Gad named the altar witness, for they said, it was a witness between us and them that the Lord is our God too. I pray that each of us will ask God to help us to stop acting based on what we have heard from others. Instead, let us ask the Lord to help us to seek the facts before we decide to take any action. And let us continue to ask the Lord to help us to seek his guidance on how to act when we hear news about others. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your blessing and for the reminder. We need to seek your guidance when we hear news from others about others. Father, this is such a powerful reminder. We need to seek the facts. We need to use your words to be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path to guide us so that we can do those things which are right and pleasing in your sight. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing and your mercy upon us, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.